You're listening to ClearCast, the real estate fintech podcast from Clear Capital. This is a special mini-sode recorded live from Ice Experience 2023 in Las Vegas. We hope you enjoy the show. So I'm super excited right now because I feel like this is going to be a significant, a significant conversation. But I'm here with some of my favorite people. Brent Chandler doesn't really need an introduction, but you know him as founder, CEO of Form Free. I'm here with Eric Lappin. I mean, need I say more? In yes. fact, we could just we could just stop. We're already done. Um, but no, good to see you guys. First of all, just give me just the general vibe of being here at Ice Experience. Obviously, we've had a crazy year, whatever. First of all, just what do you think? Like, what's the energy? What's the vibe? Wow. Um, so first of all, thank you for having us. Um, Keenan, you're, you're, you're a brother. I mean, you're a friend. We, we go way back. We've watched this industry change, grow. Um, and <clears throat> honestly, I couldn't think of going through that journey with any better people. And so I really appreciate that you bringing us on the show. And before we get started, mm. the energy is high. Mm. It's like high octane. And wow. why is it high? Well, first of all, Eric Lappin standing to my right. He too is a brother, um, but we have some big announcements. So as it relates to introductions, mm. let me just say that as of today, Eric Lappin is the new president of Form Free. So wow. let's, let's give it up for Eric. Congratulations. Thank you. There's a little golf clap for us. That is amazing. Very exciting. <laughs> Very exciting. Yeah. Well, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Okay. So what, you know, what, brought that change on what's what's going on well that's the other part of the uh the excitement okay um as you know over the years uh i've been doing this journey for about 15 years i founded the company in 2007 with a very simple concept the the idea that that i i saw the opportunity that presented itself was essentially understanding that everybody borrows money at some point mm -hmm. and that those people all have an ability to pay of some amount yeah and that we could quantify mathematically empirically what that amount actually was mm -hmm. and we could do it in a secure safe environment where we could understand that common denominator in every loan that consumer does which is proverbially you, it's you, it's your, you are the risk yeah. that effectively lenders, bankers, underwriters, loan officers, anybody involved in the loan processing system yeah. needs to understand. Risk is what drives this entire industry. And in that moment, recognizing that I could pinpoint the true number one component of risk in that consumer with financial DNA was that aha moment. Mm. And to do it digitally with direct source data, yeah. we could prove it unequivocally. And that was what we set out to do. And that journey led us through a number of just amazing firsts. You know, the industry of, of of lending has changed, especially as it relates to the mortgage environment. And the mortgage industry itself began a journey through trepidation in 2008 with the financial yeah. crisis global. 
financial crisis and introducing new opportunities at that time was probably not a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> However, in my naivete, I, uh, I, I knew not what I was headed into particularly, but I did know that this would happen. I knew that everybody would use it. Yeah. And so that set me on the path um, where I couldn't hear no. Yeah. I couldn't hear no. Well, and we were just talking yesterday about being together at Freddie Mac Connect. We're right at the beginning of that journey with, with, with Freddie. That's right. And uh, I mean, that was like, that was a springboard, right? That 100%. I mean, that's you, you and I shared that moment where it actually became life. Yeah. Where concept turned into idea, turned into material life product. Yeah. And so that journey continued. And with the evolution of paper to digital, um, the catalyst being, you know, really account check, um, identifying consumer data, capturing it directly from source. Yeah straight through processing and creating greater purchase certainty became day one certainty. Yeah. It became the asset income modulator. Yeah. From Freddie Mac. Um, it became those things and that really set the world on fire with respect to digital everything. Yeah. And so from that standpoint, um, that journey continued through the ups and downs the gyrations of, of mortgage underwriting, as we all know it, the fragmentation, the commoditization, and all the factors that come as innovation begins mm. to evolve. Mm. So here we are all these years later. Yeah. 2023 at ICE Experience. ICE Experience, breaking news. And what's happening? We're breaking news. Okay. And it's a, it's a proud moment for Team Form Free. Yeah. And... There's, there's no I in team, as you know. And collectively, after 15 years, we have an opportunity and we, we, we seized an opportunity to literally sell the business unit of account check to our friends at Stewart Title wow. and Informative Research. And that news closed today. Wow. So it's a proud moment for Form Free in the sense that the journey is really likened to what I like to characterize as the journey of the caterpillar. And the journey of a caterpillar is effectively in, in two stages. As it's a caterpillar, it has a lifespan that enables it to move a certain amount of distance. Yeah. Call it a mile. In that mile, it's looking for a place to roost, to form its cocoon for its true evolution. And in that process, it's one of the most amazing experiences that I've ever understood in the world. Yeah. Um, it emulsifies. It goes from matter into a liquid and then constitutes matter again. Wow. And as it emerges from that cocoon, it has formed wings and it sets out to fly. I liken this moment today as our wings have just spread and we're about to fly. So, so let me just take this moment in for a sec. So you've sold account check, Stuart, 
which allows you to do something next, right? So tell me, like, what does this mean for, I mean, you and, you and I have talked about mission-based activities. I mean, you've been super involved with changing the game as to who even has access to home ownership. Is this, am, am, I, am I getting this right? Are, are, how does this move into what I think you're talking about with the butterfly? Is it, does this mean a change in what you're going to be able to focus on? Yeah, absolutely. Kenan, you know, when I founded Form Free, it was really with a couple ideals, um, a couple of mantras that, that hold true to this day. And people first. You yeah. know, I've come up through Wall Street, learned a lot of things, worked with a lot of big organizations, had a few startups along the way. And one thing that I identified was how much people matter. And when it didn't, when people didn't matter, it felt really disturbing. So Form Free was premised on love and people. And if it wasn't your fit, that's okay. You know, there's, you know, 10 million other companies you could go talk to. But it, in Athens, Georgia, creating a culture of love where people matter. We have an obsession with people. People matter. Our customers matter. Relationships matter. Our consumers that we touch matter. Mm. The underserved that we're reaching out to matter. Um, the invisible matter. We want to see you. We mm. do see you with yeah. our technology. And so this really does set that in play in such a big way. And I'm going to let Eric speak to it. But before I do, I just want to mention that we took care of every person at Form Free. It mattered. And those people that are moving on with the Stewart team hmm. matter. Huh. And, and I'm so grateful that we were able to, with 100%, take care of every employee in person at Form Free throughout the acquisition, throughout this deal of yeah. selling that business unit. And it's a big moment. As we speak about the journey of the butterfly hmm. and the wings being spread, <laughs> it's no accident that to my right is Eric Lappin. <laughs> Eric is a, a friend, a 26 year friend to Christy Moss, who, as you know, yeah. is our chief customer officer. Um, we were introduced about two years ago um, with the mindset that we needed to begin looking outward. Mm -hmm. Well, Eric and his amazing relationships and his Rolodex as a chief strategy officer from Old Republic um, was the ideal fit for us. And so everything we were doing was intentional. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to let Eric talk about how we're going to let those wings fly and take yeah. us a thousand miles. Eric, I mean, first of all, congratulations. Thank I mean, this. Uh, yeah, thank you. Brian. I'm privileged you're sharing it, you know, here. But yeah, Eric, I mean, what's going on man this is awesome yeah i mean as as we yeah. as we get into this phase we like to call it form free 3.0 okay. as in web 3 and, and what does that mean yeah. um it's it's an exciting acronym to us because what it means is this transformation the way the wings spreading and really at the end of the day it's this deal that that we did was strategic in nature. So we set out and said, how do we make sure people are taken care of? How do we make sure that where account check settles, 
account check will go where it can go mm. with a good group of people that's run well. Um, the account check staff and, and team members there yeah. continue along that journey that they want to continue. Yeah. We have quite a few that stay with Form Free. Form Free is growing and going into that next phase of the consumer control. Yeah. And consumer knowing the privacy of their data, the security of their data, how it's being used, who's using it for what purpose. Mm -hmm. We are we we are at the zenith of combining technology, the underlying data, the insightful analytics that go into it while providing the security the transparency and the use of that data. Yeah. And it really just culminates as a, what we say, I am, it's an I am token. Okay. And the I am token is unique to me, the financial DNA, yeah. you know, we're, yeah. we've historically been reviewed or looked at by a, a three digit score, which was great when it was created, you had to have some model to go with, mm -hmm. but there's evolution in that too. Yeah. So we have evolution in all sorts of businesses, and now we're seeing that evolution really expand into credit, directed down really by FHFA Director Sandra Thompson. Yeah. And we're at the forefront with that. We're helping with education, information, combining the strengths of other companies that have other analytics that combine well with us. Mm -hmm. Looking at, from a lender standpoint, how do they utilize analytics we provide through what's called RICI, Residual Income Knowledge Index, to work with custodial data that they already have inside. Yeah. Open the aperture, like we say, put on another set of glasses, take another look at this. Yeah. 45 million Americans are left behind, they're underserved, they don't have the opportunity to own anything. That's just one vector of it. The other one, obviously, is the homeownership availability for the property. Yeah. We focus on the consumer. So, when we're looking at the use of the data where it is, combine that with the transferability of the data dynamically refreshed through a token. Yeah. And all a token is representation of something of value. That's it. So it's just, it's super interesting that, you know, I heard from the stage today that, you know, someone said something around, you know, blockchain feels like a, you know, technology looking for a problem. But I mean, you guys are kind of proving that all wrong. The idea of, well, what's blockchain? <laughs> What's yeah, blockchain? Know, but but we don't need it. But logs? Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need any of that. But what, this idea of, of of the of a token, I mean, I mean, of, yeah. of NFT being something that actually opens up opportunities for people, underserved people. Not we're not talking about people trying to get rich on crypto. Right. We're talking about an application that actually makes a difference. Thank you for distinguishing in regular that. people's right. lives. Right. Blockchain is That's, a distributed. Yeah. Ledger yeah. technology. It's, yeah. it's used in shipping. It's used in the healthcare business. Yeah. The, uh, any large global business is utilizing it. They have found solutions to utilize the savings it provides, the, the, the security it provides. Um, got a lot of friends in the uh, cybersecurity industry, and they work with a lot of companies. They have less attacks when they act, they know exactly what information is being sent to that chain. They can find it. They can send it. They can assign it whenever they want. It's mm. It's a, it's a, it's just a technology, really. It's, it's. Yeah. Uh, um, now, are bad things done on that? Sure. There's, mm. there's fraudsters. Sam Bacon Free, FTX, fraud. Mm. Celsius, fraud. But what about the groups that are regulated? What about the groups that have SEC oversight? They do a proper security token offering. Mm. There's an actual use case with Passport. Not a lot of these can say that. Yeah. You know, this is something that's in the control of the consumer. And we're just bringing this to light in the mortgage industry. And that's the exciting part because what drew me to Form Free and when we first talked was 
I started out as an underwriter. I was looking at things 25 years ago, then worked in the you know, securitization side, correspondent loan side. Then you look at title, you yeah. look at all the pieces. It's a helpful, it's helpful to know the consumer can control their data and how it's being sourced and how it's being used and how's their ability to pay. Yeah. So we're taking all of this and saying, we love mortgage, mortgage has done great for form free, form free has done great for mortgage, but the consumer has other needs in consumer lending and has it in small business loans and student loans and you know anything they want to do with digital currencies that are regulated. And, and lastly, self-sovereign identity, or we like mm. to say self-sovereign financial identity. Okay. It's a huge breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. why don't you talk about that yeah. for a little bit? Yeah, it, it really hones in on that financial DNA. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of coalescence with what we've been doing around attestation of the underlying data with respect to getting those reps and warrants, getting those guarantees hmm. on all forms, asset, income, employment. Uh, we work with other providers that have validated the identity components and credit is credit. Yeah. And so these are all components in what we call component analytics. They're vectors that assess that consumer's financial DNA. Yeah. And in its, in its entirety, it's a token. And what's unique about this token, it's a KYE. It's a know your everything. Mm. It's know your everything and remove the bias. So when we share information about ourselves, we're typically sharing PII. That gets, yep. and that's personally identifiable information. Yeah. Um, that information can be abused, misused, resold in various mechanisms in Web 2. Web 3 reverses the model. It's a paradoxical change. Mm. It truly empowers the consumer with their own information to which they can share when and if they're ready to whom they know mm -hmm. and what use case it's being used for. Yeah. So that the, the F in the self-sovereign identity, which is the financial information, goes well beyond a license or a passport or a government document. It actually understands the behavior without the bias, but understands the geolocation of the consumer that can tie back to that human's identity. Yeah. So you don't have to share the identity to know the identity. Gotcha. That's, that's really what it's oh, about. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But also, even more importantly, is when I share information, I can do it in different stages. So uh, just a little, a little nugget <laughs> on the, uh, the SSFI. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, when we were thinking about how do we, you know, how do we name these, these different features that we're building and offering mm. and, and remain germane to the, to the rest of the world, I, um, I stumbled into some research that I was doing just on humanity and studying quantum uh, physics and, and just different aspects that yeah. interest me, duality. And what was revealed was, is, is in essence, the, the first words that the human uttered when they understood they had consciousness mm -hmm. were I am. Those two words, yeah. I am. Yeah. And so suitably we named the self-sovereign financial identity token, I am. Perfect, yeah. And then, as fate would have it, yeah, we were at a conference um, where Will I Am oh. <laughs> was yeah. not only performing, but he was speaking. Uh -huh. 
And the beautiful thing about that connection we were able to make with him was effectively he's impassioned with helping the underserved communities, yeah. the black communities that are in really difficult areas um, where financial literacy doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, communities where impoverished renting happens, yeah. where people have cash flow but are stuck in the confines of renting and the cycle of renting and, yeah. and can't, in, in essence, build wealth. Yeah. It, and it's something yeah. to be addressed, right? I mean, there's yeah. articles about Blackstone, by 2030, yeah. they're gonna have 40% of all single family ownership of property. That's oh, a at, large- at the rate that they're right, buying? The yeah. rate of acquisition of property. So yeah. what does that mean for those that haven't started that journey for wealth building or had that opportunity? You've just reduced that by a great number. So, you know, looking at this this announcement um, and and all this, I mean, so many aspects of this that you guys are passionate about. That's super cool. Now, when you look at the rest of 2023 and and this idea of spreading your your wings, I mean, what what should we expect in terms of where you're headed and what and, and what this means? We're headed to where the market's ready. Mm. So we're ready to bring passport token to the consumers. Well, the consumer will start the process. It's okay. not going to start anywhere else. The consumer decides the use of the data. Yeah. They want to utilize all the solutions and they want to have somewhere where they can know where their data is being used, how it's being used, make payments from there, maybe have an ACH or make my mortgage payment from there, have everything that's consumer related and ability to pay yep. all in one, one instance. Wow. And the other vertical that we're really honing in on is, is as it relates to the residual income knowledge index. So with, with credit being a major inhibitor for a lot of people to enter into the home purchase environment, mm -hmm. um, we've recognized and built since the inception of Dodd-Frank in 2010, intelligence around the data mm -hmm. to assess a person's residual income. Yeah. We call it a, a knowledge index as opposed to a score. Mm -hmm. It essentially establishes uh, how that consumer is actually using cash flow, what, what their spending behaviors look like and the, how the, that constitutes. The patterns of that. Yeah, the yeah. patterns yeah. Of, of how they're saving versus spending. Do they have residual or discretionary income each month? Yep. Do they have the ability to pay? Do they have the capacity to pay? And do they have the propensity to pay mm -hmm. with or without a FICO score? Yep. And so that Ricky index is an algorithm. Mm -hmm. um, that yep. algorithm is can be dropped into a financial institution with millions of accounts, assess those account holders, yep. um, and identify new opportunities of loans for banks and credit unions. That's novel. Yeah. That is novel. Yeah. To this day, at this very moment, we can identify 10.7 million home-ready black consumers. Let me say that again. Wow. They exist, 10.7 million black Americans who have an ability to pay, a propensity to pay, and a capacity to pay for a new home 
of $200,000, but haven't entered the space, haven't entered the process. And there's, there's, there's a few reasons for that, but, it's, but understand that. I mean, if we really want to make a difference in serving those underserved communities, and we see a wealth gap today that is greater yeah. between black and white people than it was in 1960, mm-hmm. we got to change that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's a place to, that's a place to stop right there. Yeah. Because, you know, bringing together, I think, your mission-based approach with the latest, greatest that technology has to offer into this space, which is not widely used within mortgage, but it's being pioneered elsewhere, but you guys are bringing it in and applying it here. And then this announcement of how you're structuring the business to actually be able to run at speed or to be able to fly as as you're saying, um, super exciting. I'm honored that you would even, you know, announce it here and and talk about it and stuff, you know, uh, best of luck. It's going to be awesome. Thank you. No luck involved here. I mean, it's hard work, passion, and we got the right people, the right team. The infrastructure exists today to consume tokens in every lender's house today. And uh, let me just let me just thank you again for the time. But we have uh, we got a little um, kind of synergies here in this table. Um, as everybody knows, Keenan's a an amazing musician, um, wow. guitarist as well as singer. <laughs> I uh, I had the privilege of listening to you, my friend. Um, Where kill was it. this? Where did I miss the show? <laughs> he was at the uh, the in, next conference. And... In, were we in Georgia? Where were we? No, we were in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he sat up there yeah. and really owned the crowd. But what you might not know is that I'm standing next to a professional musician as well. Really? Eric's in a band. He's a drummer and he is a singer also. I did yeah. not know this. Yeah, more more so drummer, but I can I pull a little bit of vocalist uh, out to help out. Our singer. I, I'm gonna but have I'm a, to hear. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, have to hear. Yeah, he's amazing. No, we um we, we have a lot of fun. It's it's um we we will trade music. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. No, you look. You guys are friends. Like I said, I I, I feel like we've grown up in this space, you know, together, and we're not done yet, though. No. There's a lot of a lot of, a lot of room to grow. So just yeah. the next Excited. stage of the journey, brother. Absolutely. Thanks again. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Thanks.